Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. We are so excited to be here today with a very special and very Canadian guest, mm-hmm. uh, which of course, you know, makes my heart grow warm being a Canadian myself. We are here with Zane Holtz, and he is starring in the new action packed film, Hunter Killer, which opens on October 26th. I can't wait to see it. And I bet you are all going to, you know, desperately wanting to be lining up for tickets. So welcome, Zane. Thank you. Yay. Yeah, welcome. Yay. Welcome. And of course, we are here with Ali Stagnita, our on-air anchor and writer. Hi. And we have Lisa, the producer, the silent the producer. The silent producer, yes. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, welcome to Hollywood Life. Thank you. Um, this movie, I, I watched the trailer, looks so good. And I, I think we need to be taken away. We need to see some heroes and we need to see some action. And uh, it looks like it has all of these things. Exactly. It's a, it's a big, fun popcorn movie. And I think people, people will go in there and they'll, they'll see it and they'll enjoy watching it. It is very tense, but it is it's fun at the same time. The action is big, and the spectacle is big, and I think those kind of movies, people still enjoy the going to Definitely. Now, you say it's fun, but it's actually a pretty intense drama. Can you give us, can you tell us the plot? I mean, the, the, action, the yeah. action is fun. So yes. it's, there's that balance of like the human drama with this sort of large-scale naval operation. You've got uh, Gerard Butler... He's the captain of this hunter-killer submarine. And then my story is uh, I'm part of a, a, a SEAL unit. So there's four of us. It's so me, you're a Navy SEAL? A Navy SEAL. And you look like a Navy SEAL right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the gym this morning. Yes, we can, <laughs> we can see some muscles bulging here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm part of a four-man team. It's led by Toby Stevens. He's, he plays a character named Bill Beeman. He's the, he's the lead Navy SEAL. And we're, it's also Michael Trucco and Ryan McPartland. And I'm the rookie of the mm. team. I'm the youngest guy. And I'm trying to prove my worth on the team. And you'll see in the film me kind of failing to do so, continuing to strive <laughs> to try and be an important part of this team. And then maybe you'll see me succeed at, at really earning everybody's respect. So it's, a, it's that fun sort of dynamic between um, a leader and somebody who's who's trying to prove his worth. Now, Hunter Killer is a kind of incredible name, but it's not just come from anywhere. What does it mean? So a Hunter Killer is the class of submarine. It's a nuclear attack sub, and that's... In real life. In, like real, in real yeah, life. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. The, the title is different than the source material. It's actually based on a book called Firing Point, and that was written by... Um, 
George Wallace and Don Keith and George was actually, a, he's a retired Navy sub commander himself. So the book is based in a lot of real practical situations, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a fictional story. Um, but all the tech and everything has been treated with care and made to be as authentic as possible. So yeah, Hunter Killer is the real name the of a real name of, of a submarine. nuclear correct, submarine correct, that you're correct. on. And tell us the plot because it's very interesting. So without giving too much away, there's a an American submarine and a Russian submarine that go down in international waters, and both sides kind of send out their best to see what happens before a, a World War Three kicks off. Oh, and there's you mean blame when you say on. go down, like they both disappear, they, they blow they, up? You find out that they blow up, yeah. So they're they're lost at sea. and they, Which is very unusual, right? I would assume so, yeah. I think, well, I mean, you would hope so. Yeah, we don't hear I think about... We wouldn't hear about yeah, it either way. we wouldn't hear about it. Oh, right, so it's exactly. one of those, yeah, it's one of those movies where you're like, well, I guess this really, really could happen. It's not based on anything that, you know, it's not true but you're watching the film and, and you yeah you say yeah this could de- actually definitely happen but they send in um a seal team on the ground so we're initially supposed to be there in just sort of a like reconnaissance fashion and look and not interact mm-hmm. but throughout the film you'll see that but there yeah, they're are sent some, on another submarine to go they're and not, find we're out? on the ground so we oh, if, okay. in the trailer you can see again without giving too much away we we skydive in mm-hmm. uh-huh. so gerard and his crew are going in on a sub, mm-hmm. and we're and we're what part of the world the is this? It's in Russia. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're so, we're behind. We're deep behind oh, enemy lines. Yeah. You're in Russia, and you've been dropped in for sure. And how does his submarine get into Russia? Because it's it, or is um, well, it's in, in the waters outside of Russia, and near more like where the initial incident happened where the American and it's the Barents Sea. So like no man's land. Right. Yeah. So between Alaska and um and the and Con- Russia. Contested uh uh-huh. waters. Right. Okay, okay. So then they send us on the ground to like I said, kind of scope out the situation and see what's happening. And while we're there, we're see we see that there's basically a, a coup that's happening, and there's a, a minister who's trying to take over the Russian government from from the, the the president. So the SEAL team is tasked with grabbing this Russian president and getting him to the Americans so that we can stop this kind of potential international conflict. Hmm. I see. So it seems like a very, really interesting, and it's and it seems like completely gripping, but very different from what's going on in the real world right now. Well, but yeah, also a little yeah. relevant. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like he doesn't sound like a Vladimir Vladimir Putin type president. Well, here's the thing. He it's it's a character that is meant to be. The relationship between that character and the U.S. is sort of icy but we still have to save our save somebody that we have a um interesting relationship with to to prevent a worse outcome so saving him even though you know there's lines in the in the film you'll see like oh i thought we were kind of at odds with this guy or whatever but we have to save him to save the world yeah yeah exactly got it so you are zane you are (laughs) you personally are tasked with preventing world war three 
Pretty him much. Yeah. Team. <laughs> yeah. Me and the team. Me and the team. Yeah. yeah. And again, like I said, so Be- Toby Stevens, who plays Beam, and he's the commander. He's the guy leading the unit, and I'm the young guy playing catch up. But Paul. you'll see, yeah, you'll see Paul Martinelli. You'll see uh, I, I end up being quite clutch. if I do say so myself Um, so how did you prepare for this role I mean did you have to do a lot of research about seals yeah so uh, the director Donovan Marsh wanted us all to read uh, Marcus Luttrell's book which is Lone Lone Survivor Um, and he's a former Navy SEAL Correct. That the book that the Mark Wahlberg film was based on, mm-hmm. specifically because in that book they they talk at length about what it takes to even become a Navy SEAL. Not not the job itself. He really wanted us to see the amount of drive that you have just to get the position. Especially for me, since I'm young and I've recently acquired the position, it's having that sort of that grit and determination. To even make it to that, right? That so place. what? What are the kind of things that a person needs to have to be a Navy SEAL? Um, well, they say that people don't um, become Navy SEALs; they they find Navy SEALs, right? So you 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 have that whatever it is inside you that you don't don't give up, and you're going to overcome these obstacles. And then they train those guys, and they are the elite; they are the best of the best. So they wanted. You know, we we had to go into the movie with that that kind of mindset. Are there any female Navy SEALs? I don't know if there is. I think they I think they actually opened it up recently, if I'm not mistaken, within the last year or so. And I know that there are a couple of um, women that have entered the SEAL the the buds. Um, I don't know what the outcome is yet, but I know that I read something within the last year or so that that they have opened it up. So that's cool. Yeah. Allie's going, yeah. You think he'd have joined and Allie? Also, also the plot the of uh, G.I. Jane. <laughs> yeah. You, that, was, right. that was the plot of that, that film, if True. you remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, wasn't that, um, was it Angelina Jolie or Demi Moore? No, no it's Demi, Demi, Moore. Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Yeah. Come on. Sorry, that was before my <laughs> day. Um, yeah, G.I. <laughs> Jane. Um, so you had to re- do research on what it took to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah, read read the book, get in the mindset, watch some watch some documentaries. Um, you know, try and do my best to feel that way and put that on screen. You know, you don't want to, you can't take something like that lightly. So the no. best the best that I could is is read. We did a lot of um, training, proper training. Uh, a lot of physical fitness. I I, uh, I was a swimmer when I was a kid, mm. and I hadn't in a long time, but I, I felt that it made sense for me to bring that back into my workout routines because these guys are awesome swimmers. So even stuff that doesn't necessarily end up on screen, we were doing off screen just to, to feel that way and right. try to give the best representation To understand possible. the character. Correct, correct. What kind of swimming did you do when you were a kid? Um, competitive swimming, you know, yeah. I, I and did. What was your race? Like, what was your strokes? Um, hundred meter breaststroke. Um, every, you know, being a part of the relay team, I never could do butterfly well, uh, wasn't great at backstroke. So, you know, freestyle, freestyle breaststroke. And then being, being on the, the IMs, as they say, the, yes. the, the, the relay teams. Yeah. So you started, you trained, you did swimming training, you did weightlifting. We did proper weapons training. I mean, we showed up in, I did, 
a week in London because that's where the subunit was. And you'll see in the film, there's a, a moment where some of the SEALs are on the sub at the end. Um, but our, our work was predominantly done in Bulgaria. We showed up and we did a week of, we did like a week long boot camp where we just came to set every day with no cameras and worked with a military advisor. Yeah. We're in the gear every day. Uh, we're using the guns every day. We use wow. the guns that are our characters' guns in the film, loading would them, really, shooting them, right. getting comfortable with the weapons, and all that. All that stuff is important to you know on the day when the cameras rolling. Look, look as legit as possible. Right. Yes. Do you have like a different appreciation now for the people who like serve our country? Or oh, like for our sure. I, I don't think. Now I think I always, always well, yeah, of had course, that of appreciation, but yeah, definitely after trying to try my best to to play this part for yeah. sure, for sure, like just different, not yeah. that you didn't have it before. Of no, course. yeah, yeah, no, I I I I think soldiers are amazing. What they do is probably the most selfless job on the planet. Definitely, and just think about Navy SEALs because I mean, just think about the kids that were trapped in Thailand in mm-hmm. those caves, and mm-hmm. it was the Navy SEALs, the Thai Navy SEALs, and British Navy SEALs that rescued them, got them out of all those caves. But that's that's or the whatever the the yeah, equivalent yeah, is the for their their yes. respective um, branches. I don't. I don't you know, the Navy SEALs is an American... Right, It's but force. it's the equivalent. They called them Navy SEALs. Sure. I don't, I, yeah, I don't... I think it's guys with the similar kind of training. I don't think... I don't know if you call them Navy SEALs. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. getting... Yeah. <laughs> There's only one Navy SEAL. Oh, Seals. I see. Yeah. Well, they have elite units but in other sure, countries. But for sure, yeah. Guys around the world that are prepared right, to and do extraordinary like things yes. and put themselves at risk to help others. Yes. Um, sure. And so... Now, what about submarine training? You say you actually got to go mm, on a submarine? I was on the top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. We're, we're like standing on a on a, a submarine when it's not underwater. It's so kinda... they didn't let you into the submarine? No. I, I don't even think I saw the set, to be honest. The, this, the stuff that we did was a completely, you know, there's various versions of the submarine set. So they had one that's, you know, kind of like I said, the top as it's breaching the water. <laughs> then there's an interior set. Um, there's a there's a lot of cool um, behind the scenes videos that um, the film and Jerry and stuff have put out. They they built this entire set and put it on uh, a gimbal so that it can. So you didn't actually moves. film in a real submarine. The set is built from authentic blueprints so it mm-hmm. is a it is a authentic recreation of the submarine that they're putting like on an the big inside screen. correct cool. and they actually shot in hawaii with a real sub out at sea for a lot of the exterior stuff so you're seeing real real submarine work on camera and i believe they worked really closely with with the u.s navy to make sure everything was as legitimate and uh, authentic as possible That's awesome. so the set was built to the blueprints that's what so, I'm told. Yeah. But the I thing is, it. I don't know. It, like, <laughs> but subs are supposed to be very claustrophobic. For sure. So I, do you think the set was really tight? I would imagine so. I mean, they, some of the guys that, you know, Jerry said there's there's times where it feels pretty pretty cramped and it feels pretty authentic. But that that's amazing for performance for mm-hmm. an actor. If you feel like you're there as much as possible, you're going to get the most realistic performance on screen and that's what we're you know as actors that's what we're trying to do 
Right. What was it like working with Gerard Butler? It was awesome. I mean, so I I remember seeing 300 in mm. theaters. So he couldn't use his sexy Scottish voice. He he's please plays an American. So <laughs> right. he, is, so he no, uses an American accent. So it was a sexy American voice. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been a fan of Gerard's for a long time. And like I said, I remember seeing 300 uh, in theaters, and I wasn't really aware of Jerry at the time. That's kind of like the first time I remember seeing that performance, and it's immediately iconic. And I was like, who is this guy? He is awesome. I hope. I don't even think I was acting at the time, and I, was, I just remember being so impressed by him and seeing his other films over the years. Um, when I got to audition for this... I was excited just for the chance to be in a movie with him. And I actually auditioned for this film in 2015 when it was set up with a different uh, director. And that whole thing, I auditioned unsuccessfully anyway. So <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't get the job, but it, the, the thing fell apart and it came back around a year later with a different director. And um, I, I actually put this audition on tape. I was shooting something else with... Uh, a friend of mine, um, a TV show called Dustal Dawn, uh-huh. and one of my actor buddies, Jesse Garcia, put me on tape. We were shooting at a at a prison, and we just knocked out a tape on our break and sent it in, and I got the job off of that. Wow, so, amazing. So yeah. it's clearly meant to be. Yeah, totally. for sure. I, I mean, I, I think so. I think so. And I remember, um, you know, so there was no, the auditioning process, I didn't meet Jerry and I didn't meet the director in person. I met, I met Donovan, the director for the first time on Skype after I already had the job <laughs> technology, you know? Right. And, uh, and I remember being on set for the first time in London and I was just doing like wardrobe fittings and stuff like that. And Jerry came around the corner and he was wearing the full army Navy commander. And he's like Martinelli. And then he, he was so awesome immediately and, and was very welcoming and even though there's one scene at the end where we're on set at the same time, because all of our unit is a separate story, oh, yeah. we're not on screen together. But right. Jerry was in Bulgaria the whole time as a producer. Oh, so okay. I got to work with him in that capacity, which was really cool because he got to be, you know, be wearing Why that hat right? and be yeah. being the big boss. Be, yeah. And, and be completely focused on that aspect. So it was a really cool kind of, I think, unique relationship to, to work with them that way. And we, we spent a lot of time hanging out and going bike riding around Sofia. And it was, it was, it was very fun. Did he give you any like acting advice or anything? Like, is there just a really be memorable better. time on set? <laughs> be better. <laughs> you got to be better. Just be be good. Can you? Do it? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He would he would be there. He was always very very positive. He he would give us specific. Um, one of the notes that he had was with anything action related, opening a door, loading your gun. Um, Coming out of a helicopter, anything like that, you want it to be smooth mm. and clean and specific because it reads powerful on camera. And that's that's the kind of thing that you can only learn from doing a lot of action movies. Mm-hmm. So for him to be there and have this guy who's one of the biggest action right. stars on the planet tell you how to do it is was in, definitely invaluable. Well, probably in reality, too, for Navy SEALs, like... 
doing their operation, they would be that way too. Very sure. precise effective and clean. and efficient. Right. Because they, they don't want to be like, uh, you know, tripping Bum- all bumbling over. Bumbling around. Right? Bumbling, yeah. <laughs> tripping. No. They have to do everything really concisely and quickly too. So I think it was probably good advice all around. Yeah, we did a, we did a lot, we did a lot, we did a lot of <laughs> yes. during the journey. Yes. Like walking, you know, walking all geared up with our weapons but walking through a Bulgarian forest as if you were potentially in enemy territory right. and how you would conduct yourself. And, you know, they, the military advisor, Woody, was, was filming us and showing, giving us playback and being like, how do you, how do you think you look here? Do you think you look like you're moving? Sneaky. Yeah, not <laughs> sneaky, but do you think you're moving stealthily? Like, are you, are you? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's all to train for the performance, right? right? So trying to make make everything is... How heavy was all that gear? It's pretty heavy. It's like 80 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, a hard lot. Hard to be kind of light-footed, mm-hmm. stealthy. And, yeah, boots and, you know, rifle and... It's a lot. Oh my that's why you have to have all that muscle. Yeah, well, that's why Donovan, I mean, he told us one of the notes that he had was show up and be mm, f- effectively fit. Mm-hmm. Like train like you are training like an athlete. You had to do like yeah. a summer workout packet. It's like Correct. when you go back to college as like a college athlete uh-huh. and you're like training all summer. Mm-hmm. Funny. So now tell us about what... Um, Jerry, Gerard Butler, like he spoke out Jerry. because you guys were supposed to, or he was supposed to go to Saudi Arabia with the film. Yeah. I I wasn't involved in that. So I, what was the I plan? don't really. Was he showing it at some kind of film festival there? Like, I, I honestly don't know. And I know they just made whatever decision that they did and whatever they thought was appropriate at the time. And I don't really have much to say about it because I don't really know what the what the intention was before. Yeah, pretty cool, though, that mm-hmm. he... I just don't know what the circumstances were because the film, when are you premiering? It's, it opens... Tonight. We premiere tonight. Oh, we're yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay. So we, we'll be there. Oh. We, we come out on... <laughs> Where's my ticket? <laughs> we come out on Friday, the 26th. Right. But the big premiere will be tonight here in New York okay. at the Intrepid, which is oh, actually... Yes. It's a It's a... Yes. It's a battleship. Zane it's explained cool. it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. So yes, I've been on the Intrepid. I originally didn't even know that we were going to premiere in New York. I just kind of assumed that it would be in Los Angeles. And then I found out it was in New York without any further details. And then I found out it's at the Intrepid Space Museum. And I was like, what is that? And I looked it up. And it's a proper, like, yeah, no, it's a it's deck, a World ba- War yeah. II um, battleship. Yeah, it's so cool, and it's gonna be. I, we're having the after party right there on the yeah, flight deck. That's it should cool. be be very fun. Yeah, and very, oh, you're gonna love it. Very um, appropriate for the film. Right on brand. Yeah, yes. very on brand. Right, authentic. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, well, ahead. I was just gonna say, and your wife is here. That's right. Yeah. Um, and she's what's my date. Her, she's your yeah. date. Yeah. What's your wife's name? Her name's Chelsea. 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 And um, how long have you been married? Long time. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, we met in high school. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so you, like I said at the beginning, you're Canadian, like That's myself. Right. You're from Vancouver? I was born in Vancouver. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in California. Oh. So I was born in Vancouver, and I lived there until I was about 12, but now I've been in the States 20 years. You know, I went to uh, most of middle school in San Diego and then moved up to L.A. and graduated from high school in L.A. and lived there for for a long time and started my, started my career there. And, and why did you move? Was it your family? I, I was 13. I don't know. My mom like, got a job there. Like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a family move. Yeah, my but. mom my mom was a uh, career nurse, and she, she got a, a nursing visa to come down and work in San Diego, and it turned into the rest of your my, life. my life, basically. Right. Yeah. So you met your wife in high school, your mm-hmm. high school sweethearts, mm-hmm. and... Um, how long you've been married? <laughs> we got married in 2013. Oh, well, so that's not like years. a long time. No, no, we, we've been together a really long time, and we have some older kids, but we, we got married fairly recently. So how old are your kids? You have four kids, yeah. which is amazing to me. Thank you. You don't look old enough to... Oh, I'm 31. Yeah, I mean, that's young to have four mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. So how old are the I kids? Think, I think it is, and then it's... I mean, also, for, yeah. for my mom's generation, I don't think it is really. So I, I think it's, no, it's, it's, cool. it's young for now, I yes, guess. Yes, it's young yeah. for now. Yeah. So how old are your kids? 13, 11, 3, and 1. Wow. So mm-hmm. got a, and got we've, a, got the, we've got the, the one-year-old with us. Oh, nice. So so she's, and she's that's kind of nice because you had two and two, time. like you did uh, kind of, it, you've got them paired up sure to, to <laughs> yes. be friends plan that way yeah. <laughs> to be friends well that's what you did too bonnie yeah i did the same thing my i don't have quite as big a gap i've got yeah the two older are closer in age and then we have a six-year gap and then we had two others and you have so you have four as well yes awesome and you want to boy girl boy girl too. i have yeah boy girl no i have boy girl Girl, boy. So I've got my boys on the outside. Cool. And yours is girl, the, boy, yeah, girl, boy, girl, boy. Bo- no, boy, yeah. girl, boy, girl. Oh, yeah. yes. So it's basically the same, <laughs> right. same situation, yes. just with a gap. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, did and so, what's it like being a dad with four yeah. kids? It's I. It's amazing. Um, if I'm not away shooting or working or in LA doing, you know, auditioning and pursuing work i'm taking kids to school and sports and hanging with them so i luckily as an actor i'm either away working or i'm home and i have a lot of time to be a dad so it's it's a schedule that so far has been working out great and so you live in austin i live in austin yeah i i from filming dust till dawn correct okay correct so i had never Prior to Dust Till Dawn, I'd never even been to Texas. No. And I didn't know Texas. what to expect. And I did this show from Dust Till Dawn with Robert Rodriguez. And we started shooting that 2013. And I discovered Austin and loved it. Yeah, it's supposed to be just Fun. great. It's a super cool city. It has a lot of the stuff about New York or L.A. that, you know, people like. It's It's got a lot of arts and culture and fitness and young families and it just really it worked for us right now right it doesn't like austin doesn't feel like what you imagine your typical texas like like texas ranches or oil yeah i mean it's a it's a cosmopolitan city i I didn't like i said i didn't really know what to think i just knew that when i got there i liked it so we stayed my dad said they have really good chicken wings yeah and you know barbecue that's (laughs) yeah 
Torchies, <laughs> torchies for sure. And cowboy boots. Do you have a pair of cowboy boots? I bought a pair of Lucases. Yeah. yeah. I was actually in a, I was in a wedding two years ago and cowboy boots were part of the, the dress code. Wow. So, so I, I figured what, what better time to get a pair Invest. and they are awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've worn them like four times, but <laughs> I'm prepared. Right, exactly. I'm prepared for whenever I need wear, to like, use thick them. Socks with them too. Cause they're like, you would think, but they actually break in once they break in, they're oh, super comfortable. I still, but yeah, but like I still have to wear my thick socks with my, I have a pair too. Oh, okay. Well, you, what do you got? You got the Casey's or something? Yeah. My dad went to like the big store, whatever. Right. Yeah. The one in Austin. Yeah. Allen's. Yes. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, what are the girls wearing? And he got me this like pair of like cheetah print ones. And I was like, I've worn them twice. <laughs> mine, mine are, um, what's the color? Like a, uh, a cherry black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. And so, are you are you an American citizen now? I I am a um, green card holder, and I'm actually eligible to be a citizen, and I will be doing that hopefully this year. I'm you pretty should. I'm pretty Ooh, excited yes. about it. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah, I got to take a little little test. Yeah. Little test. Yeah. Yes, I did it. Yes, you have to study. You do have to study. You know what? I took. I looked at the practice one. I was like, I learned all this. I mean, I grew up here. Right. I I know this. I know this stuff. Yeah. No, it's not not hard. You just gotta yeah refresh. Do a refresher. Mm -hmm. I heard it's hard. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not that hard. But you have to. You have to refresh. It's true. Because I didn't grow up here, so I didn't know as much American history. Yeah. I mean, you have to know. The three branches of government and, and you know, kind of basic but you, I, you, say it. Uh, <laughs> judicial, legislative, and executive. Yeah. Very yeah. good. No, Very I mean, you know, good. like kind of basic you stuff that you learn in high school, U.S. history. Yes, I, I do recommend doing it because it's so important to oh, you're living I, here I and your kids are all to. American. I, so. I, I've been here 20 years and I feel. Feel American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to, to making it official. Now, Dawn Till Dusk, you have a huge cult following for that show. Dusk Till Dawn. Dusk. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, okay. That's if you, if you start at the end of the series and watch it in reverse right, order. Yeah, you watch it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so do you get, you must have like a lot of people who are fans of the show who like are you, are coming after you or yeah, kind of it's, like approaching it, you all the time. It's one of those shows that s- continues to kind of catch on. It's yeah. on Netflix. Right. So people people are finding it, you know, two years after we've been off the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a big international following because we were actually a Netflix original series everywhere outside of the States. So there was a, a bigger kind of push for the show internationally when we when we first started. And we got to do a, a couple of cool trips um, with Netflix going overseas, kind of promoting the series. We went to, uh, you know, we did a trip to Paris and Berlin. We went to Johannesburg. It was, it was oh, that's yeah, really cool. we got a lot of cool experiences yeah, out of that show. Yeah, very cool. But is it um, strange for you to have like people, fans that recognize you you know what's weird is that i feel like since i started acting you know i've been doing stuff going on 10 years kind of now there was already twitter Mm -hmm. and social media when i was starting so that that access has always been there and it's it's easy to have a connection with the fan base so it doesn't seem like something that foreign because it's always 
kind of been there as I've been building my my career. So it doesn't it doesn't feel that that weird. And then you also have Beyond the Night. Yeah, up, yeah. Okay, so awesome. Beyond the Night's a cool a cool little indie film that I shot up here in uh, upstate New York oh, actually. Cool. Uh, cool director Jason Noto. Um, good cast. Tammy Blanchard plays my sister. We got. Uh, um, Adrian Grenier is, is oh. actually making his debut as a, a executive producer on that film. So we'll, we, we were in Woodstock Film Fest last weekend, yeah. and then we're going to be actually home in Austin on Thursday. Okay doing a, a big kind of premiere for that one. So I got a, got some stuff going on this week. Yeah. And, and tell us, you've got a really busy week. Yeah. Big premiere week for you. Yeah. Tell us the, the plot of that film. So that film is about... It's, it's kind of an interesting reincarnation story. My, my wife um, passes away in the opening act, and I'm left kind of as the sole caregiver for my five-year-old son. And that's Aji. That's Aji, uh, yeah. Yeah, I interviewed him. He's oh, a cute really? Little boy. Yeah. yeah. I honestly took one of the main things, reasons I wanted to do that job is so much of the performance is with this boy. Yeah. And I wanted to see, like, you know, I'm a dad. I wanted to see what it would be like to take on that role in a film and what it would be like to work with a, with a kid because... You know, he was six years old when we made that movie, and kids are so truthful. Mm. They, he can't do anything in the scene other than than play the moment and and kind of be present without thinking too overthinking the performance. So it was a really natural, easy kind of connection and and performance for both sides. So I'm eager to see how people uh, respond to that one. But anyways, he is. We take his mother home. To, to bury her in her hometown and he recognizes the city and he's never been there and he knows people around the town and he starts saying kind of odd things that he shouldn't really know and as you watch the film you'll find out that maybe he's lived a past life and it turns into this sort of uh, mystery of uncovering why he is that and what needs to be sort of solved so that people in the town can kind of... Um, Deal with this long buried secret. Ooh, Ooh that sounds Very, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that his wife reincarnates or becomes no, morphs no. Into yeah, him. without without spoiling too much of the movie, he he is the spirit of a um, person who went missing in the town. <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. do you do you believe in reincarnation? Sure. I mean, I think that's one of those things that you can't believe or disbelieve because who's who's to say that you can or can't have experienced it right so i mean i feel like i've had some interesting supernatural experience really you yeah. do yeah oh yeah. tell us one of them Ooh, it's october <laughs> it's wait wait yes i want to hear a, a supernatural uh, well, experience when when we were doing dustal dawn supposedly the apartment complex we were all staying in has has, it, has had a lot of strange supernatural occurrences uh-huh. and some of the cast members were um exposed to that including myself okay and what happened uh, you're teasing this so much i know it's just kind of it's kind of scary like people were getting weird knocks on their door at odd times of the night and nobody would be there and and people have said that they hear um 
like people running up and down the the, the corridor, the corridor above, and there's nobody there. Just like weird, odd did you kind of he, stuff. Did knocks come on your door? Um, no, but I did hear um, a woman exhale in my room, which was really yeah. How yeah. could you tell that was a woman? I, I mean, I could just. I could just tell. Really? He felt it. Yeah. Because it was a so, ghost. And I mean, the thing is, that's so weird. Like, did, did um, your director I make... thought I was I thought I was tripping, honestly. Yeah. But we, then we talked to the property manager and she was like, I'm so sorry. This <laughs> I'm happens. I'm so sorry. That's Laura the ghost. This happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly ghost. Yeah, yeah. She's really nice. Did, 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 your, did your producer or director make you stay there because... They we stayed there the next year. Right, but made you stay <laughs> in this kind of supernatural place because you're kind of doing a supernatural yeah. show. You should call SAG. <laughs> there's, there's ghosts here. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think that was the intention. It was uh-huh. just, it was just one of those weird, weird coincidences. It's so funny. Yeah. Get it a character better. for sure, for sure. It's yeah, a mean way to do it. <laughs> well, that's really interesting though, because to hear that and it's so many of you, and I guess you just sort of get used to. Well, there's a ghost here. Yeah, I mean, anybody who says they've experienced that kind of stuff just kind of run with it, right? That you either can leave or you just stay and just try not to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, so when does Beyond the Night come out? Um, So Beyond the Night, um, again, it's doing a festival run right now. So we're doing Austin Film Fest on Thursday. Yeah, it'll probably come out in January or something like that. Very cool. All right, well... Got to wrap up here, Bonnie. Okay, one more question. Okay. I just want to know, like, so you've done you've Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. You've done this movie with Reincarnation. Mm-hmm. You did a TV series. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to see, like, where do you see your career going? I don't oh. know. I mean, I... What? Superman. You've got four kids to support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids would like me to be Superman. I think that, yeah. that would yeah, be Yeah, Superman. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody wants to do... A superhero thing, you know those those movies are super popular and and they put a lot of care into them these days, and they they end up being entertaining and good, and they reach a wide audience. So I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to do something like that. Um, I'd like to do some cool like original science fiction stuff. I'd like to do another horror movie. I don't, you know, I don't really think where long term is the career gonna go. I just hope to keep working and doing different interesting cool stuff. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Maybe another TV show. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So you enjoyed that, like being on a series. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I I like the shorter one, the, you know, 10 to 13 episode kind of thing, Mm -hmm. because that leaves, uh, you know, room to do Hunter Killer or do do other films or other projects. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. Well, listen, when you get your new superhero role, mm-hmm. make sure to... I'll, t- I'll tag Hollywood Life yeah, in my announcement. Or, no, no, you got to like call us up first. Yeah. Break the news with us. That, yeah. Let's just say the next time I, I come on the show, it will be for something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
We are going to look forward to that, and we are also going to look forward to seeing Hunter Killer, October 26th, everyone. And this has been Zane Holtz. Thank you, Zane. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, baby.